Hey, hey guys, back with Awakening with Allie, and I'm so honored and excited to have a soul sister with me, a beautiful leader in the consciousness space. I have Taylor Stone here, and I want to tell you guys a little bit about her before we jam on all things. So Taylor is a leader in higher consciousness, self-mastery, and energetics. Through her top-rated podcast, Vibe Higher, and her expansive courses and mentorship, Taylor helps high-achieving women raise their frequency to attract what it is that they desire. Yes. She provides the tools to help women create their individual heaven on earth, working in conjunction with a higher power, God, and their own responsibility and powerful co-creator. Combining her background as a former NFL cheerleader, health sciences degree, self-mastery, and alchemical energy healing practices, probably messed that up. She's able to provide her clients with a wide range of proven modalities and techniques to step more into their power and impact in the world. Her mission is to help women remember their power that they hold within to become their own self-healer and live out their full purpose and potential as a leader. And guys, Taylor is legit badass. Taylor, I'm so excited to have you. Oh, thank you for having me. I am just as excited. <laughs> I love it. I, we were jamming before we got going. I'm just like, we were talking about, I was talking about how much I love your lashes. And I was like, oh, I had eyelash extensions like that you get like put on and then that like killed my lashes. And now I'm like, oh, I missed my lashes. But like, now I want to start wearing like strips because I don't want to like damage them again. And I loved what you said. You were like, yeah, it's funny when you're in the like less conscious space and you're not really like aware and present. You don't think about those things, right? Like I was so just you know, I just wanted to look fabulous. I just wanted to wake up and, you know, be lashed up. And it was like, oh, lash extensions. Like that sounds great. And they looked beautiful. But then like after like, you know, 2020 hits, right. And I'm in California at the time, everything locks down, can't get a lash extension to save my life, let alone anything else. And, you know, and it was like, okay, well, they're going to basically just have to like, you know, fall out. And the process was like, just so not pretty. And then I realized like, oh my gosh, my lashes are so like, like they just, they're not like alive anymore. (laughs) I've killed them, you know? And it's funny. I really didn't think about that until that moment. And then started realizing like, oh, I need to like now give them tender love and care and like start letting them grow again. And I think it's kind of cool space for us to start because you did start in a non-conscious space, so to say. And, you know, you, like, like it said in your bio, you know, NFL cheerleader, you know, you were doing, you know, other things more in the health and science degree, you know, you were in a totally different space. I would love for you to kind of talk about that and that shift into like who you are now as a powerful transformational leader and how you help others step into that. Because I think so many right now in this world are going through these shifts or they're starting to, they're starting to awaken to like, maybe this doesn't work anymore, or I'm not happy with what I'm doing or what I'm doing just doesn't align anymore. So like, take us back to like that Taylor, and then let's go forward and jam on all the things you got going on. Yeah, no, I love that. So it's funny how things come for full circle. So my parents have actually been incredibly conscious since I was born. So very blessed in that aspect. Uh, my parents, uh, both vegetarians, you know, were very into, at least my dad was into meditation. And I always, as a kid, rebelled against that in high school. Um, even I would say more so even in the beginning of college. And, you know, with my own journey, I was more knowledgeable, like we talked about with more of like the nutrition and the health and wellness and, you know, what I'm putting into my body, but I did not have an awareness of consciousness of spirituality. I would say probably around my Saturn return when I was actually married at the time started just 
waking up to just where I wanted to be versus where I was. And though I, on paper had, you would call it a picture perfect life. You know, I had, you know, everything that I could possibly desire. I was an NFL cheerleader and I just started to recognize that there was so much in my life that I was meant to be doing more of. I would have very symbolic dreams. I started to recognize what angel numbers were. I had no idea or, or not even any consciousness awareness of that at all. This was back in, I would say, 2014. And so I very much had my awakening, I would say, slower than a lot of people. It wasn't this like big boom and, you know, started to see certain things and started to wake up, but it was a moment of realizing and recognizing that there was more. And I think that's important to mention because I think, especially in this time with so many more gratefully, you know, people speaking to this people, I think tend to think that it needs to happen in that way to know that they're on the right path or that they're actually waking up and it doesn't always happen like that for everyone. And so I ended up moving back to Arizona where I'm living now and, you know, just gradually started to have the awareness of different things. So I was, as we talked about, you know, very involved in, in health and nutrition and what I was putting into my body, but didn't really understand what I was putting on top of my body and didn't really understand, you know, the way that I was speaking and the things that were coming to fruition because of that. And so for me, it was learning about frequency and vibration and how every single thing that we do manifests into the physical reality. And once I started to really understand that I wanted to teach it to everyone, right? It's like, we learn this and we want to just like shout it from the rooftops. And so just within my own experience and also experimentation of learning this work, you know, I grew up in Catholicism. I converted to a different religion, um, halfway through my life, which is a different topic for a different time. <laughs> and, you know, I was always seeking something. I was, was always seeking God outside of me. I was always, you know, looking for something. And it was throughout this time, learning again about energy, learning about higher consciousness that I started recognizing that God was in me and that I am this powerful creator and anything that I desire, I can create. And so it's just been this really powerful journey of learning and, you know, finding out how powerful we are and that we're all alchemists, you know, running around creating our own reality. And that has been up into this moment, you know, my mission is just reminding women of not only their power, but that they can heal anything. They can create absolutely anything. And it comes with a lot of shedding, as I'm sure we'll talk about, you know, doing, you know, the shadow work, doing a lot of the very necessary and needed steps, but ultimately coming back to that state of just joy and bliss and, you know, being in the moment and having fun and, you know, recognizing that we all have specific gifts that we can share. And I really believe a lot of the work that I do, you know, within my courses and within my podcast is just really helping women to quite literally tap into their soul, meet their soul, understand that we all have a specific mission and we're all here for a specific reason and helping lead them back to that while healing the parts of them that have held them back. I love that. And I really love too, that you said, you know, you were really looking for God outside of you and really looking for that spiritual connection. I've been there too. And I think so many, because we've been taught right in like condition and program to like, think we have to do all these things in order to like be of, you know, worthiness to be of God, to not quote unquote, you know, sin, all these different things. And it's like, 
when you start really tapping into that power, like you said, of like realizing you are of the creator, like the creator created you, therefore you are a co-creator and God is within you. It really does like when you finally let yourself step into that, like I know for me in my journey, like it's been such a shedding, like you said, and it's been so intense and emotional in so many ways, but at the same time, it's been so powerful because all the things that like triggered me before, all the things that I like believed before have all shed it off. They've all fallen away. And it's like, oh no, like I have the keys within me. Everything is within me. Like I can do all this. I just have to actually believe it, do it, activate it, you know? And I think that's a great place to go um, with our conversation to start because the energies obviously are so crazy. We were talking about this yesterday. We were messing <laughs> to each other and we're like, how are we feeling about recording tomorrow? <laughs> Um, with the energies and everything. And I know yesterday it was like whack for me. And I know you were feeling it today is still intense, but I feel like a, at least a little bit lighter. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think it'd be a great place to start. is like, cause you're so good about, you know, talking about your podcast and your courses and everything you do, like how, when you're in those energetics and you're feeling that energy and you're in a place of like, not joy and a place of maybe lower vibration or where you're really doubting yourself or something's coming up, which I believe the collective is going through very much. So right now with everything kind of that is coming up and purging and that we're seeing on an energetic level, like how do you manage that? How do you stay in the space of what you just said of that empowerment of that, you know, knowing who you are truly and what you can create and what you can heal when all that chaos is happening. And you're kind of like in this icky space and it's like, yeah, but how do I navigate that and go through mm -hmm. it? Yeah, that is an amazing question. So one of the things that I constantly remind myself of, and this takes practice. So for anyone who's like, well, I don't feel immediately this way, neither did I. So I had to consciously practice this. And that is that anytime we are healing, we are rising in frequency, we have to shed the lower frequencies. So these lower frequencies can feel like pain. It can feel like fear. It can feel like fatigue and, and all of those not so amazing energies that we experience when we're going through an upgrade or we're going through ascension, which by the way, as you just mentioned, everyone is going through this on the planet what happens is a lot of people are just unconscious to it, or they're not aware of what's happening in their life is actually just that a shedding and an alchemical process. And so when I am in these scenarios, which actually I just went through a really powerful one, I say powerful now, and I know what it is. And I remind myself of it when I'm in it. But um, when the new moon had happened a few weeks ago, and also obviously eclipse season, I was in it for about six days. And that's the longest that I have actually been in that situation where I was out for that entire time. And as I mentioned, this isn't my first rodeo. I've gone through this more times than I can count. And I always have to stay in gratitude for the higher frequency that is going to be created thereafter. So what that means is that in that moment, I have to consciously remind myself that this is necessary, that there are no lower frequencies within my body, within my energetic field that I want to keep. And if I want to continue on this journey to, again, rising in frequency, expanding my consciousness, up-leveling in every area of my life, I have to take out the trash, so to speak. And so energetically, physically, emotionally, and mentally, that can trigger a lot of things within us because what do we do as humans? We make it wrong. We say, well, I'm doing this work. I should be feeling amazing. Or I just invested X in this course. Why am I feeling like shit right now? And so you have to understand, and I'm always reminding not only myself, but the women 
that I mentor in, in my courses that this is part of the process and you can't skip it. You know, the only way to a higher frequency is going through it. And so when I am in these scenarios and in these situations, I give myself full permission and I surrender to all that it is. I give and pump myself up with extra self-care. I tend to stay in my robe all day. I am very grateful and have so much gratitude that I run my own business to where I have the ability to do that. And those of you who are working a nine to five or don't have that capability, you know, do what you can take extra naps when possible and just remind yourself, you know, that this too shall pass that when we are in it, when we are in a transformation, because that's what it is, we are transforming, we can either resist it and make it wrong and go into a victim mindset, or we can remind ourselves that this is part of the healing process. And this is actually how we are going to rise at the end and how we are actually going to up level. And one of the biggest tips that I could give anyone going through this process is, you know, not making it wrong. And also on the days that you are feeling amazing on the days that you are feeling like you're in a higher vibration and you're, you're in an elated state and you're just having, you know, full-blown energy that's when you get to work. That's when you actually move, not in a hustle mentality, but, you know, get those things accomplished that you want to get accomplished. Start that thing, you know, make those moves that way. When you're in this integration phase, there's no guilt, you know, there's no shame. I've learned that over the years that the times when I do go into victim or I do go into guilt or shame, it's always because I'm feeling like I didn't take out the juice of the day or that week. And that's obviously what we don't want to do. We want to allow it. We want to give ourselves grace. We want to, you know, pray, ask for healings throughout it all, but not make it wrong. I think that's the biggest point is it, it has to happen. And whether you're conscious of it or not, maybe you're having a light bulb go off. This is part of the process to healing. Yeah. I love that you said not make it wrong. And I also love that you said, like you give yourself so much gratitude, but also like that grace at the same time to step away. That's been a huge part of my learning journey too, since especially 2020 of like allowing the grace and allowing the compassion that when I feel good to show up like full heartedly, full energy, like, you know, like you said, not necessarily hustle mentality, but really just show up in your highest energy and what you want to share in your highest vibration. But when you're not feeling it, not pushing yourself, which is something that I did so much unconsciously for so long of just pushing, 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 no matter what, and then hitting burnout after burnout after burnout. And, you know, now I realize like when I'm feeling it, I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to get, you know, dressed today, or I'm not going to force myself to put this thing on my face, or I'm not going to get out of my robe, you know, or I'm going to just go play with my kids and not worry about, you know, what needs to happen right this moment. And you know, I think that that's a really big, and of course, you know, anyone listening that may not be able to do all those things because they may work a job where they don't, you know, they have to show up or whatever it is, not taking that away from anyone, but in any way, like Taylor's saying that you can show up for yourself and say, I'm going to give myself more self-love or I'm not going to go force myself maybe to this work dinner if I don't have the capacity to or whatever it is. And really honoring that like rest is so needed and that grace and compassion that Taylor talks about, like I've learned so much of my journey and continue to like, you know, and I feel like because of going through my heavy postpartum depression, everything I went through, I feel like, you know, God, the universe really made me sit on my ass, like in the darkness to like really feel like all you do is spin. All you do is do things unconsciously. Everything, you know, is just like, go, go, go. There is no stopping. There is no rest, you know, and it took me to get to that point to be like, 
oh shit, like now I have to sit in this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And talk about Been that. That <laughs> you right. And when you talk about like that darkness that you said, like I also love that you were like, it's so necessary and it's part of the shedding and transformation. It's such a good reminder because I feel like so many right now from my own DMs, I'm sure for you too. And just so many messages I've gotten in, you know, my community over like the last, especially last year have been so much darkness, have been so much chaos, have been, you know, so much hurting sadly and trauma and all of that. Right. And I think more and more becoming more aware that we've all kind of gone through a very traumatic experience in the last couple of years. And it's like the wounds are now starting to show and people are starting to really feel it. And like, express it and shed it. But I I love that you said like that darkness has to essentially, we have to go through it. There is no going around it. If you want to ascend, if you want to go to the higher vibrations and do these work with yourself, like you have to be willing to be in it first. And I think that was one of the things I kidded myself about when I first went on my journey was like, everything was just love and light. And I was just like, this is this and meditation. And, and, you know, and then it was like, oh shit, there's a whole shedding process to this. Oh, we have this too. <laughs> right? It was like, yeah. oh, I got to do this. Oh, and then I got to do that. Oh, and then, oh, okay. Oh, and it's going to be continued. Oh, okay. And then I have another moment where I'm just like crying. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was like, yeah. And oh, it's ongoing, sense. right? Like, it's yeah. like, like, like the more, the more I realize, like the more I up level, especially this last year, the more like fears and beliefs come up, the more I am like, crying over more and releasing more. And like, for the first time in my life, like I'm actually giving myself compassion for that and like grace and allowing it. Whereas before it was kind of like, you said the wronging, like what's wrong with me? Why am I doing this? Like, I should just be pushing through. Like what, what's wrong with you? Like you already went through something so dark. Why can't you just, you know, and you're right. I love that you said, don't make it wrong because for anyone listening or watching, like it is part of your process. And hopefully if you're somewhat conscious to it, you can see it from that space energetically and really understand how not to make it wrong. Yeah. And the feeling of emotions is how we heal, you know, and I too used to make it so wrong. And, you know, looking back, it wasn't really anything I was taught that I can consciously remember from my parents. It was more of just what I learned. And, you know, I used to actually pride myself on the fact that I wasn't emotional, you know, that I was this confident, you know, very bold, very, um, all these labels that I gave myself. And it wasn't until I started, you know, my healing journey to where I released and, and healed so much that I actually am learning how much crying and releasing is, is so powerful and how, not being able to feel now these higher frequencies, you know, when, when you do this work, you're going to feel the higher frequencies. Yes. You're going to feel things like love and joy and, and ecstasy and bliss, but you're also going to open up and feel more of what doesn't feel good. Like the pain, you know, things from past lives that we haven't dealt with and, and all these things that are opening up. And when you suppress it, when you ignore it, when you try to, you know, spiritually bypass it, it doesn't move out of your energy field. And I think that's really important to understand because just like everything in the universe moves, our energy has to as well. And so when you try to hold on to it, when you're trying to, you know, label it as something and you're calling yourself weak and you're saying, I shouldn't feel this, then it's not actually getting alchemized and transmuted and leaving yourself. And that's why we feel so good after we have a good cry. That's why I am such a big advocate of, 
you know, releasing every single day is what I like to call it. It's like, you're just releasing, you know, you can call it crying if you want to, but I think it makes me feel powerful. And I'm like, I'm just shedding and I'm releasing and I'm letting go of what isn't me. And I'm making room for more of that light that we're meant to feel. And from that space, it's empowerment. It's, it's one of those things where you no longer make it wrong. And we can't predict when our soul is wanting us to shed and release certain things. And I think that's an important thing to mention too, that just because you went through something last week doesn't mean that you're, you know, have a free for all for the next couple of months. It can come in different ways and different shapes and different forms. And so you don't want to attach to how it's going to come when it's going to come, but also just, you know, that grace word just keeps coming up over and over again. And just having faith that there's purpose to all of it. I think that that's really what has helped me to the point where, you know, I wouldn't go as far as saying as I get excited when I'm in those situations, but I do know that there is purpose to it. And I do know, and it happens every single time it's never not happened that at the end of it, I feel like I'm in a higher octave. I feel within my body. I just feel more energy. I feel more clarity, more inspiration, all of those things. And so it doesn't go without again, purpose. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you said too, like you gave yourself so many labels and you were, you know, so like, you know, I'm bold, I'm confident, I don't feel anything. And I agree with you. I think so much around us, like, especially, you know, in our generation and like, you know, as kids and all things are brought up around, it was like, don't show your feelings, you know, don't show your emotions. Don't, don't feel, put up the barriers, put up the walls, like, you know, just keep swimming, just keep going, you know, and obviously that's never worked for any of us, but like, it's what was essentially conditioned and programmed to all of us. And I love that you said, like, you had to kind of realize in your own healing journey, like to shed those labels and to be like, okay, those are just the things that I put there. Right. And I feel like I went through that too. It was so hard and still is to like, remember like that those are just labels and just words and things you told yourself you were, because that was what made you quote unquote strong. But really actually it was just like you said, essentially spiritually bypassing everything and not actually dealing with anything. And it was just putting these walls and barriers up, you know? And so like for you, Taylor, like, you know, like when you're in this space and, you know, you are feeling that ickiness and, and obviously you're way more conscious. So you can recognize now kind of like, okay, I'm in it. I'm going to give myself that grace, but I, I'm curious for you, like, even though you're more aware and you're more conscious, like, do you still have moments where it's hard and you kind of question, like, how am I going to get to that next step before essentially you feel that higher vibration and you feel that release. And like, if you do, like, what do you, what do you do to be able to like, really tell yourself like, yeah, okay. There's purpose on the other side of this. Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, you know, and I always tell women the same thing, you know, I am no different than any other woman. I'm just more practiced. So when those intrusive thoughts come up that are like, you're behind, you're not going to get anything done. This is wrong. You need to go to the hospital. You know, all those crazy ass thoughts that come through our, our brains, like I have them too. So I have to constantly disprove them. I have to constantly move them out. I have to constantly say, yeah, that's not true. And, you know, if we believe in the light, there are also things, beings that don't want us to succeed. So we have to recognize that as well. So usually whenever I'm going through something for like, you know, a day, it's pretty smooth sailing. I can tend to breeze through it pretty easily because I'm like, it's just a day I'll hop back in tomorrow. But this past time that I mentioned was definitely a little more challenging. You know, I had had symptoms, you know, ascension symptoms, like I'd never had before the headaches, the, I like ringing ears, you know, nausea, all fatigue, all those crazy things that we experience. And 
I had to many, many, many times talk myself off a ledge, so to speak of, oh my God, something's wrong. This must be something more. I even got to the point where I think it was my fifth day. And I was like, maybe I need to take a COVID test. <laughs> maybe <laughs> something's up. Like, you know how the government sent us all those free COVID tests. I had some lying around and my soul was like, you don't have COVID, but my personality got the best of me and my ego. And so I took it, of course it was negative. And my soul was basically like, see, I told you, but I, I definitely, I would say towards the end, especially, I was like, I'm just so over this. Like, what do we say to ourselves? I have so much to do. I'm getting behind. I have, you know, X, Y, Z, like all these things. And so because I have awareness of that, I will tend to try to stay off of social media a lot more when mm -hmm. I'm integrating. I actually got off. So I actually got off for an entire week for that specific reason, because there's nothing like adding fuel to the fire than getting on social media and seeing all your peers accomplishing things, having fun. And you're like in your robe, like on the couch. You know? So, you know, it's just knowing thyself and it's, it's recognizing that you know, through the work that I do through the self-mastery, it's gotten like 40 times better than what it has. But yes, I mean, there are still times where I make it wrong. I have these thoughts come in and it's just a process of just disproving. And when I get frustrated, I allow myself to be frustrated. And then I say, you're not a victim. This is part of the process, right? So also disclaimer, you know, use your discernment. And if you really feel like you're very ill. Maybe you do need to seek medical attention, but I have found more often than not, you know, when, when in these scenarios, especially when there's physical symptoms and everything's energetic. So everything actually yeah. translate into the physical body. Right. Oh, so right. it always starts energetically. Um, but you know, I just, I always just have to keep eye on the prize. I have to remind myself, you know, that this too shall pass pull out every tool tool in my book. <laughs> And, you know, just understand that the more that I go through this, the more I can teach it, the more mm -hmm. that I can have compassion as well, right? Because as leaders, as teachers, we have to understand, we have to go through it in order to understand it. And so for me, it's just, you know, again, consciously reminding myself that this too shall pass and, um, you know, just understanding the very energetic components. I think the education on it is really important. And then also when those thoughts come up, because they will of all those, that craziness of making it wrong and you're behind and this and this disproving it and getting back into a state of surrender and knowing that you're going to come out more powerful. The other, I end. love that. And I love that you said you like signed off social media and yes. you like allowed yourself that. Cause I think a lot of times, again, people like that we have to show up something I've learned too, is like, if I'm not feeling it, like I just don't get on that day. And okay. I used to have such a guilt back in the day, especially around, you know, my agencies, my managers and all the people around me that are like, you have to be on, you have to be active all the time. And so I felt like this like machine, it was like, I had to always be there, had to always be present, I'd always be on. And it was like, I finally came to a place where I was like, no, I, I run my shit. Like this, like, I, this is not okay. You know, but it took me coming to that place of like, oh, this feels horrible. Like I have to like, you know, dial it back. And I took off for months, you know, to really detox and then came back in a new space. But, you know, I think it's important that you say that. Cause I think, you know, so many of us, right. Obviously we're doing a podcast right now. It's going to be shared on social media. Like 
everybody's on social media and it is a place where it's such a great place for community and connection and so many to feel like they're not alone, especially during this time. I know we're having way more people that are thought leaders and spiritual, you know, speak out, which is great. So we all feel like more connected, which is awesome. But at the same time, I love that you said, even for you with all the things you do around self-mastery and everything, you still, if you're feeling like I got to step away, like you just allow it and you allow the surrender. And I think that's such a great message for anyone that's listening or watching like you're allowed to surrender like you're more than like you know like you're more than allowed to give yourself permission to surrender and to sign off of something if it's not fueling you or making you feel good um and so you know switching gears from kind of that like being those icky energies to vibrating higher and kind of where we're going now and you know all you're kind of you know creating with your amazing courses and, and serving i mean so how do you feel like things are right now, you know, as far as the collective is concerned, kind of what we're going through, how people can step further into their power and vibrate higher as things kind of get more chaotic in the space of our world, so to say, like, let's, let's dive into that. Yeah, you know, for me, and I'm very open about this, I like to be ignorantly blissful. <laughs> makes sense. So I tend to see things that are happening in the world as the, the past, if that makes sense. So energetically, I do feel like things are moving forward, even though obviously the news, all, all the scenarios that try to tell us otherwise will state differently. So I tend to work in that space of the energy, which is always going to be a step ahead, right? So for me, it's really keeping my energy and attention on myself and on teaching. I have gotten to the point, and again, this just has come with practice to really just start to focus only on the things that I want to energize. Now, I'm not denying that there is darkness and there are things and situations that we want to heal. But I know that in order to heal those things, we have to see the light in all, in all things, right? Like everything on the planet is divinity and form. And so I know that the judgment that we give to other people, things, scenarios, isn't actually doing much. You know, it may feel good to our ego. It may feel good in terms of, you know, speaking and feeling like we're creating, you know, this, this revolution, but when you learn about energy so much and how frequency works, you understand that fueling that fire is the only thing that's going to happen when, you know, there are people who are doing things unconsciously, when there are people who are doing things that are not connected to their soul. Right. And so for me, it's all about keeping the focus on first and foremost, healing myself, you know, making sure that I am doing the necessary healing work because my frequency and my energy is going to touch everything around me and teaching as many women and men, you know, how to actually do this work, how to actually become their own self healer, and then potentially do the work to help and to heal others. So I mentioned, you know, being, um, you know, intentionally, I think the, the real phrase I'm looking for is like intentionally ignorant to what's happening in the world, because we know there's so many smoke and mirrors. We know that, 99.9% .9 of what we're being told on the news is not true. And also just focusing, you know, on the world that we want to create. I know we have a lot, a lot of work to do, but I think the main thing is just recognizing that adding, you know, more lower frequencies and putting blame on certain people 
isn't going to do anything. And in fact, it's actually going to keep them unclear. It's going to keep them in that gray hazy area. And so I'm not saying go around and say love, light and blessings though. We do want to bless those people, you know, you, you don't want to interact with them, but you do want to bless the people who are not seeing clearly and ask God to help them see clearly, because that's how we create more of what we're wanting to create is helping those people to wake up, not necessarily being in their vicinity, but helping them to see more clearly, you know, who they are and to see the actual truth. And so a lot of what I focus on isn't necessarily, and, and I'll tell you, at the beginning of 2020, I was into every documentary. <laughs> I watched, I read every article. I was like down yeah, the rabbit hole, there. which, yeah. Yeah, which not coincidentally, but not coincidentally, I also started feeling awful. I started Mm -hmm. having horrible nightmares. I haven't been sick in a really long time, um, but I I just wasn't feeling as as well as I could be. And I recognize the correlation that I'm paying attention to what I don't want. And so Mm -hmm. therefore I'm going to create more of it. So already being down that rabbit hole, I learned, you know, so to speak the hard way though, I needed to, to become aware of everything that is Mm -hmm. happening. But just like anything that you want to heal, you don't heal it by continuing to keep your attention on it. You heal it by seeing yourself as whole and healed and, you know, vibrant and and all of those things. And so what I've been really focusing on is quite literally seeing the light in all things in order to transform it. Yeah, I think that's such a great point because you're right. It's like you can look out there and see, you know, all the chaos, all the destruction, all the darkness that is happening. And I, I feel the same as you when people come to me and they're like, oh, my God, it's like end days. It's so insane. It's this, and I'm like, look, I get it. Like, and I'm, you know, not taking away from how someone else feels like, you know, only God knows. Right. But I agree with you. Like I, same thing. I look at it and I'm like, to me, it's dark collapsing. It's more and more exposure. It's more and more of the light winning and coming through. It's more shifting. And I agree with you. The more we put our attention on those things, the more we're just going to keep fueling those fires versus actually creating what we want to create, which they're these powers that we are aware of, which is why they try to keep distracting you and keep you going into all these spaces of look here, not there and all these things, because they know like how we've been programmed for so long. And that's essentially what we're waking up to, right. In our consciousness of like, oh no, that's actually always been a distraction. Actually, that was never really my truth or really the collective's truth. It's just what we've been told, you know? And so I love that you said that like that it's ignorance in a, in a sense of choosing to be, but at the same time, it's really more of understanding how energetics work and really allowing the light to be in everything and focusing on that and what you're creating. And I agree with you. Like I was the same way, 2020. Oh my God. I was pregnant with my second daughter. I was reading everything, watching it. My husband was like, you're out of your mind. Like I was like in everything, everything, everything. And I would like feel sick, like physically ill. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I started realizing like, oh, the connection, you know? And so now like when I see something or someone sent me something, like if I feel energetically pulled to it to watch it or listen, then I will, but I don't yeah. tap into everything. And if I do, it's like a tap in, tap out. And I go back to like what you said, like focusing on like what I'm creating, what I'm serving, what I'm doing. And I think that's a great message for anyone listening. Like you can totally educate yourself. You can totally get into the rabbit holes and become aware, especially when like you're just waking up, right? You want to know everything. And you're like, wait, I, I need to know more. I need to know. <laughs> what else have I been lied to about? <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> it's kind of like this vicious cycle. Like that at least yeah. was for me as I was like, what else have I been told? What else is bought out? What else? Like, you know, you've been lied to and there's so much corruption, but it's like, okay, but then you can, can come get some consumed in that. And then it's like, okay, well then, 
where do I go from here? And it's easy to get stuck, like you said. So I think that's such a good point of like focusing on the light, but then also giving yourself permission of like, if there are things you want to learn about or dig into, but just understand like not to feed it and not to stay in it. Just like you were saying about healing. Like if you're wanting to heal, having to see yourself as whole understanding like what that vibration is and not getting stuck in this is where I am. And I can totally relate to that Taylor, because when I was in my postpartum depression, I was in victim mode for the first six months. Like there was no like you know, late, there was no like, oh, I'll be fine. Like it was very much victim mode. And until I switched, I didn't start seeing any changes. Even if there were changes happening, I was not aware of them because I was just in such a victim mode, you know? And I think it's easy, especially nowadays in our society and everything that is pumped into us fear-wise and, you know, lower energies and everything for people to get into that chaos and to spin and to feel like, you know, there is no light. I just think fear is like the real pandemic. Right. I mean, it's like that is the driver for a lot of things and the way in which people do things, you know, just going back to social media real quickly, you know, a lot of the reason why people continue to post, even though they're processing something themselves is because of a damn algorithm. Well, I'm going to get out of the algorithm and my business and this, this, this. And it's like, what if you recognize that exactly what you needed was to get off and not participate in the system? Right. And you nailed it when you said that you know, the whole point is a distraction. And I, I very much feel that same way that, you know, our, we're distracted from our own healing. We're distracted from our own sense of, you know, doing what we were here meant to come here for. Yeah. And then also too, you know, going back to blessing, you know, those who are doing energy created to harm doesn't mean you agree with them. And I think that's a really important thing to mention you can be detached, you know, you can be informed and also be detached of what's going on in the world, but you don't have to necessarily agree. I mean, I can think of so many things that I don't agree with, but I'm not going to energetically become a part of that when I'm over here focusing on something completely different. And, you know, the manifestation of the world that we're in right now is quite literally things that have happened years ago. I mean, hundreds of years ago, right? And so the light is now exposing the dark. So we're not actually going to hell in a handbasket, right? We're actually healing things, even though it doesn't look like that. And so I think when you, this isn't about staying positive, it's just about educating yourself on what's happening tapping in to, you know, your soul and, and really having, um, that, that higher state of consciousness mindset and, and listening to your intuition of what's really happening. That is where you can actually detach from what's happening right now versus where you want to go. Similar to, you know, the postpartum that you had, you know, I've never gone through that. So I have so much compassion and I know people who have, and it's like really giving all you can, as much as you can, even if it's like 2%, of what can I see that is actually happening right in my life right now? You know, what is actually going on that is actually moving in the right direction. But unfortunately right now, because we're being inundated, not just on the news, but also social media, you know, social media in some capacity oh, yeah. has turned into like news stations, yeah. right? We're just oh, well, like, I don't become even... the news, right? Cause it's yeah, like, yeah. Well, let's, let's combat what's being exactly. shared, which I kind of love in a sense, because it's like, okay, people are literally calling out bullshit in two seconds, which is awesome. <laughs> but at the same time, you're right. There is also like a huge fear thing because it's like, everyone's talk about like, you know, what's coming, what's happening. Like, what is this? Oh, this could mean yeah. that. And then it does, it creates a whole new sense of fear, you know, other than what the media and everybody else was already creating. So I, I agree with you, you know, social media is definitely a slippery slope and is something to be 
aware of energetically. And I've had to learn that too, is like when I feel my energy is off and I'm on, I'm off. I'm no longer thinking about the algorithm. I'm not thinking about what box I need to check about posting. Like I have given myself grace from all of that. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like in the beginning, it was hard because a huge part of being a quote unquote, you know, influencer, I hate that word, but you know, being in the space for so many years is part of my job, you know? And so a part of my job was showing up all the time and doing campaigns and posting. And I had to let go of a lot of campaigns and let go, of, you know, really a lot of, you know, abundance and everything in that sense, because I wasn't showing up the way they wanted me to. And I wasn't, you know, programmed into the algorithm and doing all the things I had to do to check off the boxes. But I finally gave myself permission and just said, no, you know what? I will align with the brands I need to align with. I will do the projects that I'm meant to do. And I'm not going to force myself to be here anymore. And I think you made a really good point on touching on that of like, when you're not feeling it, when you're feeling that energy, like, no, tell yourself, like, I'm going to sign off. I'm not going to look, I'm not going to scroll. I'm not going to get stuck in this instead of feeling like you said, like as a business, like, oh, I have to be here. I have to post. I have to do this because if I don't, then this won't happen. And like trusting and, you know, even being vulnerable with my podcast, like, you know, it's a newer show. And I've had to have so much grace for myself because I've had my other show for two and a half years, you know, and, you know, everything with Ali Levine was, you know, still is top rated podcast, you know, and, and I built over two and a half years of motherhood, entrepreneur, business, all these things. And my heart just felt super pulled away from it in the last year. And I didn't want to say goodbye to it, but I just was like, I'm not ready to like be there anymore and like show up there anymore. And that was when I had like my own downloads and visions of awakening with Ali from God. And, you know, this has been such a slow, like moving train, if you will, of like, you know, the downloads and the this and the that compared to my other show. And I've had to consistently remind myself like, okay, but this is a different space. This is a different energy. I'm building something different. And also too, like I recently just went back to one episode a week because it became too much for me to do two episodes, financial wise, emotion wise, all the things. And in the beginning I was pumping them out like crazy and doing two. And I finally had to pull back and was like, okay, I'm going to do one a week and it's going to be okay. And it doesn't mean it's going to change the way my show shows up, you know? And so just even being vulnerable in that space, you know, for me, like I've learned. Yeah. And I think it's all about potency versus consistency too. I think in all things, you know, it's such a disservice when you feel forced to do something, whether it's, you know, creating two podcasts a week versus one or getting on social media, you know, it's a disservice to yourself first and foremost and other people, because your content, you know, people aren't going to resonate with it. You know, everything is based on resonance. And so unconsciously people are going to see your content and be like, something is off, you know, with that. And they may not even be quote unquote awake. They may not even be conscious, but they're going to feel a distortion in your content. So for me in learning that I'm like, I would rather give myself the whatever two days, five days I've taken two months off of social media, actually recently, um, back at the end of the year. And I came out just like a firecracker, right? I was just like, I didn't do it because I was burnt out. It was more like my soul just told me to, it was focusing on certain things. And people feel that like I would get messages like multiple times a day, like you feel different. You just feel so much lighter. And that is like the juice, right? That is where we have to trust and to really just listen to our soul and listen to our own information and not, you know, the algorithm and you know this, but the algorithm is programmed against us. It's, Massively. It's, and the shadow bands and everything else. Oh yeah. my gosh. Like, you know, the thing is, and there, there needs to be like an international support, light workers, healers, teachers, um, way showers day, because we share this content knowing very well that AI is going to prioritize us very Crash well. It, for sure. But we have to share, right? Like we, like 
we could be making more money talking about other things, but we have, you know, we're here as part of the second wave to help heal and, you know, transform the planet. And we have to honor that. And so for me, it's like, I already know that the algorithm is quote unquote against me. So I'm going to use things. I'm going to get resourceful. I'm going to use things like my podcast and use things like email and, and, you know, actually being face-to-face to people. And so I think releasing a lot of that fear and just like letting go and saying, wait a second, like this is, I need to heal me first and I need to mm-hmm. prioritize me first. And then trusting because it always happens that the right people will find you. So it's a business scenario of like, I'm going to lose abundance. Well, you may lose the wrong people, but then you're going to, the right people are going to find you. Right. Yeah. And I love that you said that's such a good message because it's true. And I feel like so many, again, because of all the shifts, whether it be job changes, sole purpose coming in and people realizing they're coming online to it or whatever it may be. And I completely resonate with that too. Like I realized like I am part of, you know, that, you know, light worker, I'm part of showing up and sharing things that maybe aren't the most comfortable and speaking my truth and doing things. And, you know, and at first it was super intimidating. It was also super like, you know, for me, when I first started, it was about trafficking, you know, like my children were in today's children need yeah. families. Oh, you are, you know, like one of my most, you know, OUR is one of my, you know, favorite organizations to support charities I, you know, donate to. And, you know, I, when I first started sharing it, I mean, they destroyed my account with the algorithm and the shadow banning and because they didn't want it, you know, out there. And it was funny because I wasn't even sharing anything conspiracy, quote unquote, I was sharing real facts, truth. Yeah. Yeah. Things that are actually out there in the world, you know, and it was just wild to watch how my account went from like, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of views to just like diminish. And it was like, holy crap, you know? And, and I remember that moment of just being like, wow, like I made a choice in that moment, like, because I chose, you know, essentially like my truth and my soul and like what you just said of like being here to heal versus like what potentially I could be receiving and be getting and all of these things, you know? And so I think that's a good message because so many are going through that right now, right? Like so many people are starting to feel like, this doesn't work for me anymore. I don't want to be doing this, or I don't want to be in this job that I've had for 10 plus years, or, you know, there's been, there's so many shifts and, and shakeups and, and it's, and, it, and it's vulnerable, right? Like it's, it's scary. It's, it's overwhelming to think like, well, how am I going to be able to step into this? And how am I going to create abundance from this space? Especially when it's a space that's maybe not as, you know, quote unquote, you know, tapped into, or, you know, even for the, I hate to say the word, but like, right, because they make everything right. wrong. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's really hard. So I feel like that's a good way to kind of like wrap this up is like, you talk about so much about vibrating higher and how you continue to step into your power. What would you say to people who are like listening or they're kind of starting to awaken and they're like, okay, my soul's feeling this, it's hearing it, but like, I have no idea where I'm going to begin. Like I'm in, you know, a nine to five or, you know, I'm in a job that I've hated for so long and I want to walk away and I want to do my own thing, but I don't even know where to start. Like, I'm just, you know, here and this is what has worked. Like, what would you say to people who want to vibrate higher and want to bring in more and step into their power? Like where, of course they can work with you, but like, where do they even begin? You know, like, where do you begin? Yeah, I think just energizing other possibilities, you know, knowing that there are other ways of being, seeing, doing, having things. And, you know, even for me, someone who went from, you know, working at multiple nine to five jobs, because I didn't know that anything else was possible. You know, I have this big, um, you know, driven soul ambition, but I kind of utilize it in other areas, like we mentioned, you know, NFL, dancing, things like that. But I think just seeing the potential that's available and knowing that if you have a true soul desire and if it's something that you know is yours and and I say that 
um, you know, for a reason, because I think, especially in this day, it can get a little bit convoluted of you maybe having a desire that you saw, you thought it was like bright and shiny, but it really isn't your own soul desire. But if you have something that you're wanting to be more of, have more of attract, just know that that is quite literally available. And so I would say, you know, really start to take even 15, you know, to 20 minutes of your day and just like sit with yourself. You can do a walking meditation. You can, you don't have to sit, you know, I'm a big fan of saying, do what you're going to do. Like if the same thing with workouts, right? Like it's like, do the workout that you're going to actually do. So sitting with yourself, getting really clear and, you know, asking, I'm a big fan of prayer, praying for the next steps and, you know, not dismissing that information that comes in. And, in terms of elevating your consciousness, quite literally vibrating higher, you know, find all the, the free content that you can initially, if that's something that you're feeling called to, to learn more about this work and to quite literally use what's available. And I say that because there's so much available energetically within the universe, you know, all around us that all of these things that we desire, it's quite literally grasping onto them by the way that we speak. You know, that's a huge one in raising your frequency and vibration, the way that you talk, the things that you're thinking, pay attention, have self-awareness and self-responsibility. You know, where is it that you're energizing lack? Where is it that you are putting blame on other people and judging and, and really just understanding that we are provided for already that everything in the physical realm has to first be in the spiritual, which means that you can quite create anything out of nothing. And so really putting yourself in rooms with people. And in this case, I guess it would be social media, really putting yourself in, you know, these expansive environments, because I think environment is very underrated and just knowing that whatever it is you're wanting to create is incredibly possible and it's meant for you. And nothing takes time. It just takes a matter of alignment and, you know, really burning the boats and go all going all in on this work. You know, I, I definitely did that at the very beginning. And I'm really proud of that, that I just went full force and wanted to learn everything I possibly could. And it is of the greatest service for you to do this work on yourself for everyone else involved. Mic drop. <laughs> yeah. Love that. That's amazing. And you're right. It's true. It's like, you are serving you and then you're able to serve others. Yeah. Taylor, you're such a light. I love this conversation oh. and the energy behind this. And everywhere we got to jam, I know we'll have to do another uh, episode together and, and get into all yeah. other things, but thank you so much for being here. Tell everyone where they can find you and follow you. It'll all be in the show notes. Yeah. So Instagram is I am Taylor Stone. My podcast, which is called Vibe Higher, you can find that everywhere, Spotify, on Apple. And then my website is IamTaylorStone.com. Amazing, guys. I hope listening or watching this activated something in you. It awakened something in you. It helps you vibrate higher and understand how powerful you are. I really appreciate all of you for listening and watching and tuning in. And thank you to Soak, my amazing Soak family who uh, helped create my frequencies that I play before and after for the show that everybody says they just love and I do too. Sound frequency is such a, a healing thing that we know is such a modality that we can use when Taylor was talking about meditation. So if you guys want to check it out, you can use my code capital ALI70 at Soak on the app or soak.com and grab your frequencies and tune in and vibrate higher like Taylor said. So thank you guys so much and love, light and blessings. Everything will be in the show notes. Thank you guys.